But when you started to deconstruct some of the stuff, what were some of the things, you know, was it thoughts? Was it conversations? Was it, you know, um, you know, thoughts of yourself? What were you holding on to that that you realized that you didn't know that you were saying to yourself and that you were holding on to? What are some of those things? The fun, the funny thing is I had went through therapy about um, my mother daughter issues and realizing I had been proving myself, proving and proving and proving and proving and proving myself over and over and over again. And having to say, okay, who am I proving myself to now? <laughs> because all of it was about proving myself, about sh- telling people and helping them understand I'm worthy, I'm worthy, I'm worthy, I'm worthy. And not acknowledging it within myself and knowing it, fundamentally knowing it for myself that, I'm worthy and I got this and I'm smarter than the average bear and oh, oh, well, I'm curvy and pretty. Wonderful. It's a wonderful thing. And to have that joy. Welcome to Why She's Winning with your host, Christy Rutherford, a master of office politics and self-care advocacy. Chrissy's clients have received over $10 million in salary raises in a pandemic. Surprised that women are still getting paid during these challenging times? It's possible for you, too. You can have it all if you believe you deserve it. Christy and her guests will assist you with that. Let's get started. Welcome, everyone, to Why She's Winning. I'm your host, Christy Rutherford, and today we have the amazing Dr. Rashara Givon. Did I say your name right? Yes, you did. <laughs> All right. Uh, Dr. Rashara is a Boeing defense space and security. She has over 25 years experience. She's been with Boeing for over 19 years, working in various leadership functions across multiple platforms for functional engineering research and test training systems and defense business units. She led business architecture opportunities to the tune of over $55 million to saving over $55 million, driving efficiencies in infrastructure and process initiatives. She's a senior software manager in autonomous aircraft. Prior to joining the Boeing team, she was a program lead and technical lead for Lucent Technologies, Alcatel, and NASA. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, y'all, y'all better recognize who on this line. Rashara holds a bachelor's of science degree in electrical engineering. Did I get that right? Because you got the you got the acronyms. All right, great. <laughs> from Tennessee State, a master's in electrical engineering from the University of Tennessee, an MBA from St. Louis University, and a PhD with a focus in engineering management from Walden. With the completion of her dissertation, she has authored three books titled Developing Learning Organizations for the Next Generation, Finding Function in a Dysfunctional what? Organization. <laughs> Great. And Corporate Lifecycle and Product Lifecycle Alignment. She's also a partner in Can You Fit Me In Software Platform. In addition to owning her own software platform, um, she's just the greatest. I can go, I mean, all day. My God. Welcome, Rashara. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. All right. So, uh, hey, everybody. Uh, so, Rashara, tell us what was going on with you when you initially reached out, um, you know, to, to, to do something different. Wow. Um, Fundamentally, I was just fed up with where I was in my career. I wasn't getting where I thought I wanted to be, where I knew I wanted to be, where I needed to be. Um, Doors weren't opening for me. I was like trying to figure out how do I get past the barriers that continue to plague me and thinking it was all external. It had nothing to do with me. It was all of them. So that's what that's what turned me. I said, okay, maybe she's got something here. And then I did see the highlight of okay, ninety days, fifty thousand. Okay, we we gonna see how this go. We gonna see how this go. Okay. So initially, your thought was, it's them. It's them. Is you know because that's easy to blame everybody else to mm-hmm. than to look in the mirror. You got a million degrees, so I'm almost sure. Uh, so what did I say to you that was intriguing to you when we had our phone call? What did I say? Because I'm I'm already sure I gave you a knuckle sandwich, but but go ahead. What did I say? The, the question you asked me was was about my degrees and my awards and stuff. And she's like, "What you asked me where they were?" 
and I had to think for a minute because I forgot. I uh, they were hidden in a bag in my closet down at the bottom of the closet that I had just kind of piled all of them in and said, "Okay, they're here," because <laughs> I had many many moons ago i had used them to 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 drive some behavior in my kids because i coach basketball on the side but i just kind of put them in a bag and put them in the closet and when you ask me that i'm like okay yeah i got them and then you ask me why they're not on the wall i'm like i don't know wait wait was this the was this the first conversation or the or the six week later conversation that was in the first two weeks. That was oh, okay. in the first two weeks. And I was kind of thinking about, uh, I, I have no clue. And I, I didn't understand. I didn't understand. And then I realized by the time that six week came about, I realized I wasn't acknowledging who I was. I mm-hmm. wasn't living. All right, hold in, on. Let's not, let's not fast forward. Hold on. Hold on. I got to okay. break it up. I got to break it up. Because this, okay. this is a process of understanding. First, it was... You have a great opportunity, right? You know, in your in your organization, right? And you know, you're you're an electrical engineer. There's not that many sisters out there being an engineer, and so there are challenges that happen in organizations. And this is the thing, Rashar, is there are two truths that are going on. And, and a lot of times when I talk about my career, um, I had a great time, but I also had hell. <laughs> Does that make sense? I, I had great leaders. I also had some jerks. Mm-hmm. You know, I was harassed, but I also had some unhealed baggage that I was dragging around. So, yeah, everybody's going to push my buttons because I got a million buttons. I'm exposing my, you know, my emotions and my pain all day. So you thought everybody else and you couldn't get ahead. And that was your story. And it was strong, too. Um, and then, you know, I started reading your degrees talking about how much, you know, I'm, I'm sure I was probably cussing on the phone. Like you got all these degrees. Um, so what was, what was your, your biggest aha, right. Um, when it came to doing the work, who was your coach? And then what was the biggest aha when you started to look at yourself in the mirror? Um, Kathy was my coach and looking at myself not realizing that my my childhood trauma mother daughter relationships and stuff like that was really impacting how i was showing up and going through the the content going through the questionnaires going through i had to sit back and really think okay what what behaviors are being impacted by what i'm feeling in the, at those lower levels that's coming out when I walk in the room and take take some time to to deconstruct all of that and understand how it, it was impacting me. So are you willing to, okay, I still, Stephanie, I didn't mean to spell your name wrong. Uh, Stephanie is here. You know Stephanie Banks? You know Stephanie. Amazing. Okay. Okay. I don't, ask me how I spell your name wrong, Stephanie. I'm sorry, girl. Uh, <laughs> so what did you learn, if you're willing to share? If you don't want to share it, be like, mind the business. But when you started to deconstruct some of the stuff, what were some of the things, you know, was it thoughts? Was it conversations? Was it, you know, um, you know, thoughts of yourself? What were you holding on to that that you realized that you didn't know that you were saying to yourself and that you were holding on to? What are some of those things? The fun, the funny thing is I had went through therapy about um, my mother daughter issues and realizing I had been proving myself, proving and proving and proving and proving and proving myself over and over and over again and having to say, OK, who am I proving myself to now? <laughs> Because all of it was about proving myself, about sh- telling people and helping them understand, I'm worthy, I'm worthy, I'm worthy, I'm worthy, and not acknowledging it within myself and knowing it, fundamentally knowing it for myself that I'm worthy and I got this and I'm smarter than the average bear and oh, oh well, I'm curvy and pretty. Wonderful. It's a wonderful thing. And to have that joy, that freedom and that joy 
really helped me transition my my mindset and behavior and how I actually show up every day and not disgruntled and mad because y'all not recognize I'm great. <laughs> hey, Chris Rutherford here. Do you want to learn how to ask for and get a 30% raise without getting another degree? Look, black women are the most educated and the least paid. That should tell you that that math is not mathing. The degree is not the path to the next level. It's actually learning how to articulate the value and take credit for the work that you've already done. So I want to invite you to get my free case study at changenowwithchristy.com. Just get the information, use it, and take the money out of the hands of your employers and put it into your household because you already deserve it. You just have to know how to ask for it. Again, changenowwithchristy.com. I can't wait for you to get this insight, use it, and get the money that you deserve. Take care. You know, I always say, every time I say I'm going to do it, Rashara, and then I'll be like, and people be like, do it. And we got them busy. One day, I'm going to write an article on why Black women are, are the most educated and the least paid. And, you, and you, you're you nailing it. Like, I keep proving it again and again and again. Not with my words, but with my actions and our results. We got receipts over here, baby. So you got a million degrees. Did y'all did y'all need, did, do I need to read the list again? Right. And the degrees are in a bag somewhere in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dr. Ashara got more awards than she can hang on her wall. Tell me, I need to buy a new house. We were just having that conversation. She got to get a new house to be able to hang up all of her greatness, which we're going to talk about uh, shortly. And it wasn't enough because you're trying to prove to everybody through your work that you're good enough never stopping to realize that you made it. <laughs> no, I had no clue. I had no clue because somewhere in my head, I hadn't made it. Somewhere in my head, I was, I still had to prove myself. And so it took some steps back. I took some steps back and said, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> it's just so, yeah, silly girl. <laughs> what you doing? What are you doing? Enjoy your life. You've done it. You have done it. You you good. Enjoy it. You made it. You, like, you made it. Twenty five years ago. <laughs> and didn't even realize it. So the the and then the the, the, the once I got into that feeling comfortable about it, communication, uh, everything that I had had struggled somewhat with. In regard to my interactions at work and everything, went away. It all went away. Um, my my me being able to to think on my feet and answer things without seeming intimidated or feeling like I was being harassed or all that kind of stuff. All that went away. I was able to get the well. I didn't get the full fifty, but well, I think I probably did. I just need to add the numbers up. But I did get the 50K in 90 day change. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> and then I looked at my entire list of, of things that I was working on and trying to uh, attract into my presence. And pretty much everything on the list came through the door in that 90 day time frame. And I was like, okay, this has all been internal and me and my madness. And so let me deal with my madness and get out of the way of myself. And I had was planning me a trip. I was like, okay, lesson learned. <laughs> lesson learned. Time to roll. I'm about to be breakdancing over here if I think it was going <laughs> to mess up my necklace and my shirt. So, you know, I love it when y'all prove me right. I, I can't get enough. <laughs> yeah. I'll be like, Rashad, it's not that hard to get what you want, right? Mm -hmm. And I tell women that all the time and they don't believe me. Like, it's, you know, Kafisha talk about pie in the sky. Uh, you selling snake oil. You lying. Be like, y'all have everything you need. You just need a couple of tweaks. Bloop, 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 bloop. We need to figure out what's stopping you from seeing how great you are. Once you see a game over, we get out of the way. Right. 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 So 
what what advice do you have for women who think that they need another degree? Oh God, uh, no. to, <laughs> I mean, but I, I gotta I gotta back out. What like because because Doctor Doctor um oh, Judge Terry and I were talking last week. It was it was it was so good. If y'all ain't watched with Judge Terry, you gotta watch. Like. She was like, Chrissy, I was going to get another MBA. Judge Terry got more degrees than you. <laughs> I know. She is my cohort. I know. <laughs> Both of y'all. Um, so what advice do you have for women who, who think that they need another degree to, to get this money? Stop. <laughs> stop. 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 Stop the madness. Take the time to reflect, really, really engage your own, your own behaviors. And really, what are you trying to prove with another degree? Really? I mean, it's, if you're spending money just to spend money, you can do something else with that. Give it to the poor. I just don't, don't take that money and go and, and get another degree. If you are got, you got a boatload on your wall, understand who you are, who you are in God already what he has already given you as far as your IP, where you are in that process, what that means to the world and how you have already contributed. And there is no real need at all for you to get another degree. I think sometimes we're so busy. We are, we're still in the mindset of proving that we're just as good as others. You are period. And in, in some cases you better you are a whole lot better than those out there and recognize it. And it's okay to walk in it. So I, I got so many notes. I got so much, we got so much to unpack. It's so little time. So you, you talked about intellectual property. Like we're walking around giving away our putting our intellectual property. Don't even put a price tag on it at all, Dr. Bashar. Like, you know, we're we're giving away our time and our energy and the best part of ourselves for, for volunteer projects. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't get paid for it, right? Um, and so once you so let's talk about what was the turning point moment. Cause I remember the turning point moment in week six. I came on the line yelling. This was the same call that I was talking about with Dr. Terry. It was dark. I'm driving from Alabama to Atlanta, right? And she stopped at Panera Bread. <laughs> <laughs> In the parking lot talking about, oh, no, y'all going to get it. Um, yeah. So what was that turning point moment, uh, that shift for you, that thing that you hadn't done that you finally did in week six that we made you stop and do? What was that? I went on and put my stuff on the wall. I put the awards on the wall and the degrees I had. I put three awards, all that I had already framed and ready to go on the wall. My other, my my overall degrees, they was like I said, they were in the they had nothing. They were in the bag. They had a little little book thing. They come in, and I said, uh, okay, I gotta get these framed. <laughs> I'm tripping. Um, and I started looking around my, my house and I'm like, I got basketball awards. I got all kinds of awards that just kind of stuck in the back of something because I just, I don't know. I wasn't, I didn't, didn't understand so, them. So you, you had just gotten like a lifetime achievement award or something. And, and Kathy always joked that you were holding up your table, like your table wobbling. One of your awards was like under the table, helping it not wobble. Right. <laughs> So I was like, hang up all your awards. And you were like, what? I was, you was like, when now? Because you <laughs> haven't done it. I want you to go through everything. Hang them all up. You got your hammer. and you, you yeah, like, I started hanging up awards. And then I ran out of wall space. So then I was like, okay, do I want to put them all around the room? <laughs> do I just want to put them on one wall? And that's where I am now trying to figure out, do I put them on one wall and cover the wall from top to bottom? Or do I want to put him on, on at least three walls? Because <laughs> I got a window. <laughs> so, <laughs> so let's so let's pause right there. Let's pause right there. You have, you you are an award winning leader, like multiple awards, like you know, Bayer, Nesby, Boeing. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, like from from twenty years ago. Does that make sense? And my NASA awards, my Bell Lab awards. I I I just was like, hmm, 
a million degrees and they all in bags and boxes. So I was like, put them all up tonight. You were sweating. You came on the line. You were sweating. I was like, I can't even find them. She <laughs> <laughs> was sweating, y'all. Sweating, looking for them. Hey, she was standing up in the chair. I said, keep your camera on. We want to see you hang them up, right? You standing up on the chair. You like got the nail in the wall, right? You're like beating it in the wall. And then y'all, she had to figure out do I want to put them all on one wall because I got a window? I'm out of space. Am I just going to hang it all and just have one wall of war that don't really look that aesthetically pleasing to bougie women, right? <laughs> or am I am I going to try to get them, you know, I got to get them framed and they got to be perfect. And, you know, Michael's charged a million dollars for framing and that's going to take another couple of weeks. I said, I don't care. Tape it. I don't care what happens. You better put them on that wall. So... I kept them. To, I taped them with the little little folder, and then I said, "Okay, I'm going to get these frames." And so I've gotten them framed. Um, I have a few of them. I put the frames around, and I'm like, "Okay, they too big now." <laughs> I'm really trying to frame too much space on the wall because you got so many. <laughs> I'm so, like, "Okay, I gotta, I gotta put this. I gotta make it work for myself." But I put the major things, all the major, all the 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 Black Engineer of the Year Award is on the wall, along with my degrees. Um, they are there. The VIP Awards, um, Who's Who Awards, for, they're, they're, they're going up around <laughs> them. So I, I can have them looking like somebody just didn't throw some stuff on the wall. <laughs> so, so let's talk about once you put them on the wall, mm-hmm. Then now you can look at yeah, how great you have been. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like you've been great for a long time. You just didn't know it because you're continuing to work, 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 work to prove people wrong and to get people to see that you have value and you ain't even owning it for yourself. Mm-mm. Hey, Chris Rutherford here. I want to tell you about my resume course, how to use the superpower method to write an irresistible resume to land you a high paying job. If you can't figure out why you can't get to the next level, if you think that they are barriers to your success, that's not it. If you haven't learned how to adequately take credit for the work that you've done, if you don't know how to articulate it and even give it to a resume writer that you've paid $3,000 or $5,000 to, If you haven't given them the right information, then how can they output something that is of quality and value? So go ahead, get this course. It's less than $50. Get the information, use it, and write an irresistible resume that will get you the salary that you deserve today. So click on the link on around this video or go to thesuperpowermethod.com. Get it, use it, get paid what you deserve today. So then once you own it for yourself, then what happened? Like how long? And then what happened? Because it wasn't that long when everything started to pop off. Once I, once I really started owning it for myself, that's when all the floodgates of what I wanted began to appear. All of my desires, all the things that I had written down, all the things, just just goals I had just began to uh, appear to, to unveil themselves for opportunities. And I was like, yes. Yes, yes, yes. So, Kathy, Kathy's on watching you. Uh, hey. you <clears throat> um, so, tell me about. I want. I do want to. I'm gonna stay on this, and then I'm gonna go back to the to the group. Mm-hmm. So, you became what we call overwhelmed with opportunity mm-hmm. when it all hits you all at the same time. You'd be like, "Lord, slow down!" And no, speed up! No, wait! I asked for this. Oh my God, it's happening so fast. So what was that What was that like for you to not have to work for it and stuff just started to show up? Like, what was like, like, what is that feeling like? I want, I want, because I talk about this all the time, Rashara, people think I be smoking and, you know, I like to drink coffee though, but I'm like, it's possible because y'all have it all. Go ahead. I man, I was dancing every day. Me and India Irie and Mary J had a party just dancing because I, it's like, ooh, brown skin. Let's go. Hey, another good day. Another good day. Um, and yeah, at first it was overwhelming. I'm like, oh man, I'm getting this and this is happening. That's happening. Cause I, I was able to get into an incubator for my, my, my code and it, 
all of the stuff I've wanted and got a plan together of how I wanted to actually move forward in that. That's being de- delivered to me. I'm getting it. I'm just, just like, yeah, 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 boy. It's coming along nicely. Nicely. So, in, in addition to, so another thing that you did that I was like, what? When she told, when you told me my projected salary per year, I was like, she, Okay, <laughs> since you said that, I'm going to receive it. And this is going to happen for me. I don't know how. I don't even care how. It's going to happen. And I'm. it's slowly showing itself, slowly showing itself one way or the other. And I'm like, man, when it all comes out in the next two years, when, when I'm making 1.5 million, whatever, and exceeding all the other stuff, just doing me just doing me and walking in who I am and the value that I bring anywhere I go. Oh, so what was my valuation for you? Because everybody gets evaluation. What was, the, what was my uh, Your evaluation for me was 773000 a year. And I initially I was like, oh, man. And I had to, I really sat back and said, I got that in me because of the books I've written, because of the software I own, because of the things I know. That, that like I said, the intellectual property within this this right here, right here that I have not released <laughs> can get me exactly that with no problem. You heard that valuation, Kathy? Kathy said yes. You yeah. know, I told Kathy six twenty five. She was like, "This chick." <laughs> I count all Kathy's money. Let's be clear. I count all Kathy's money. She has blown past that. And you're going to blow past it too, right? Like, Mm -hmm. and and, and this is the thing, even, um, I can't say her name, but I told one woman, I was like, you know, you're going to get three, you know, it was an increase in like 335 or something like that. And then that was last year, last January, I told her that. And then she ended up getting $333,000 in real estate and got a $15,000 job, $15,000 increase in her job. So it doesn't matter, y'all, where the money comes from. It Stop trying to think that it's your job that's going to be able to provide for you when you're walking around with all of that intellectual property. Now, we do like to double and triple salaries over here because it, mm-hmm. because y'all undervalued, overworked, and underpaid. Anyway, not talking about you, but, but a lot of women are underemployed <clears throat> and then complaining that it's them. I'd be like, no, it's you. You put yourself on sale. Right, mm-hmm. you didn't. You got your degrees in boxes and bags. You, you don't even hang them on the wall. Talk about you need another degree. If the first three didn't get it, the fourth one is gonna do nothing. I can't so, do anything. So you talked about Dr. Terry being in your cohort. What is that? You know, what is that like having a tribe, like being in the group? Because we do the, you know, the group model. We don't talk to no more than seven women in the group, by the way, because we ain't talking to hundred people. But what was that? What was that like for you? Because leadership is lonely. Yes, that's the one thing that I can say I have in all the leadership classes and workshops and all the stuff that I've taken and read. That one part of it was exhilarating because it allowed me to bounce stuff off of people and then to hear stuff from folks around what their perspectives were, but really to understand that we all in this this sinking boat, we were in this boat together, thinking we all crazy. And it's like, no, nah, you ain't crazy. <laughs> it's, it's all of us. So we, you know, you looking at each other, going, wait a minute. So it's not just me. No, it's not just you. It's not just you. And then you, when you really reflect on your stuff, you go, wait a minute, that was my stuff. It wasn't her stuff. It wasn't they stuff. It was all me. And me working through my my issues to try to get to where I where I really need to be, where I'm supposed to be, versus continuously fighting this uphill battle against myself. It's hard to fight uphill when you keep hitting yourself in the face at the same time. <laughs> Please know that. That's the image that you get. Is you trying to go up this this opportunity hill and you then you hit yourself in the face by something within you that's come out and and you didn't even realize why it's even there. 
So talk talk to us about Kathy, right? Who I love. Uh, yeah. Because people be like, Christy, I want you and you only. I'd be like, first of all, I, I wanna I wanna coach everybody. I can't. Um, and I don't even think Dr. Rashard, they want me for eight weeks straight because that's <laughs> because I'm out every week. <laughs> I don't think people want I don't have the patience for it no more. I don't I don't have that that kind delivery. Uh, I'm just, I come in with a chainsaw and drag y'all and be gone and y'all be like, Kathy got to clean it up. So what? <laughs> so what was it like, right? Because all of our coaches are our former clients. Kathy can believe for you on the 700 because we we 5X what she was doing. So, you know, what was that? And, and I only work with leaders. So what was that like for you? And, um, you know, what, what's one of the greatest lessons that she taught you? Kathy was so sweet. She 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 was direct but kind in her her delivery. She would challenge you in your process to ask you deep deep questions for you to try to think through it because she recognized the resistance a little bit to it and she would say okay 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 it's okay we go, we gonna get around it. Don't we? We're gonna get around this, and she would allow you to work through it. But she would break it down, help help you decompose it to break it down and work through it in in a very nice, gentle way <laughs> to help you get through it. And if you didn't get through it, you got to do it again. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, uh, you know when I when I think about the um and i'm not knocking other people i always just say you gotta you have to learn from somebody who has the results that you want because everybody out here in these streets that's yeah. certified to coach should not be a coach because they're teaching what they've learned and they're not teaching what they are and as leaders we've been in rooms rashar we are melting <laughs> and we're sitting in leadership training about something that ain't got nothing to do with about to die. I don't want to do communications training. Like, stop getting these people to come over here to talk about how to be more productive. And they, you know, this lady told me this, and I'll move on. I was talking to this lady one time. She had two heart attacks, two mild heart attacks, right? And so she was like, yeah, um, some, like, whoever she went to, a, a stress management person, told her to start using an egg timer. I was like, you know you're going to die because I'm because I'm a little bit more rugged in the um, this is not going to go with an egg timer to be able to count backwards when you carrying around all that baggage from your past. That's the problem. Uh, Kathy says she used a butter knife. Christy got a sword. I mean, <laughs> it works. It works. It's a tag team. I come in when necessary. Um, all right. I got two more questions for you. So how has your, uh, I think you said it, but I want to get back to it again. Cause once you realize that you were the problem, mm -hmm. right? The stuff that you were holding on, you know, with, 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 with your mom, right? Mm -hmm. So what, what, cause you have to forgive. Mm -hmm. Let's, let's talk about forgiveness. Well, see, see what had happened was <laughs> I started that 21 day Ayala Bazaar forgiveness process and the the first few things i was like yeah yeah i got this i got this because yeah i need to forgive. i need to forgive all of the list of people they had in there the hardest one to work through was <laughs> forgiving my mother <laughs> i knew i needed to forgive my exes and I, i'm like okay i can i can work through these but some things i had as stated before you don't get through with in 21 days it just ain't happening because this that part of the process really allows you to go two to three another two to three maybe four layers deeper into what your true issues are and really understand how they're coming out so even if you go to the first layer and you know you you, you deal with your poverty lack fears and all that kind of stuff and you deal with your your fear of communication and how you you okay okay i got it i got it i got it yeah but then when you go through that forgiveness process and you take those other other layers off 
you began to really understand, dang, I got a lot of issues. <laughs> and, then, and all this stuff is coming out on other people that you don't even know it's coming out on and how you're responding to, to that interaction. So it, it's, it's been a, a process, of course. And then to, to work into, you know, how it, it relates to your resistance of stuff and the law of attraction. Hey, Chris Rutherford here. I hope that you're enjoying the podcast so far. But what I know that you'll love even more is joining us in our private community. Join us in this private community. Let Money Loves Happy People and get live and on-demand insights so you can use this information to live the life that you truly and deserve. Get a raise and a promotion, no problem. Step into your purpose, no problem. Get the relationship that you deserve, no problem. Look, it's never too late to live the life that you deserve. It's never too late to live a life of total fulfillment. You just need information and inspiration to get on the path to living your greater life. So go ahead again, click on the link on around this video, join us in our private community and change your life for the best. Take care. See you soon. So God doesn't give you what you want. He gives you what you have room for, mm -hmm. right? You didn't have room for all the good stuff because you holding on to all the spoiled baggage, right? You holding on to all the weights. You're holding on to, to the raggedy old shoes, right? Like you're holding on to things that happened 30, 40 years ago. So mm -hmm. you can't receive what is waiting for you. I've been telling y'all, everything you want wants you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What Agreed. you want is waiting for you because you can see it. A lot of women can see what they want and you can articulate it secretly because you're not going to ask for it out loud because you're disappointed and bitter because you, cause you're not getting it or you're angry. Right. And then you're blaming other people for why you can't get what God has in store for you. No man can shut the door on you for what God has in store for you. And you know, I'm a prosperity preacher part-time Dr. Rashara. So what can't nobody stop what God has in store for you, but you, That's right? It. So That's once it. you started to let some stuff go, stuff started to come in. Bam. I mm -hmm. mean, like fast, you let one bag go the new stuff come in. You let one bag go the new stuff come in. Then you went to, you stepped into the forgiveness part, right? Which now you're ready because you've done the process. Cause that's next level. <laughs> <laughs> Only the brave go through the fire on the forgiveness exercise. That's when the floodgates open up because you've let so much stuff go in a in you know a 25-30 day period. Everything that you want to start to hit you in the head. And um, and then you became overwhelmed with the good stuff, and now you're just bucking it in. Boop okay. comes over here. Now you can see your future clearly because you you're not stuck in your past. Correct, correct. Correct. You can see your future clearly. You can you you've gotten rid of those negative behaviors, or, or less it, it, at a minimum you're more aware of them, and so you can control it better and release that resistance and move forward to where you really want to be. So let's talk about Kathy. Say Kathy said, we're going to get these results. I always be telling y'all, it ain't about the money, but we're going to get this money. We're going to get this money. We need the money to be able to make impact in the world. We need the money to be bougie. It's not about the money. It's about the peace and the freedom and the joy and the mm -hmm. harmony, but we want our money too. Um, so how has the, the interactions with your family changed, uh, you know, since going through this program? And then how has the interactions with the people that you work with changed? How, how has your lifestyle and your your ability to be able to be around other people. How has that shifted? So um, from this process, I learned how to set boundaries because <laughs> I need my peace. <laughs> I learned how to set boundaries and be okay with letting certain things just go, not not holding on to it in any kind of way. Um, and in my, my work environment, I'm a whole lot happier. I'm a whole lot happier. I'm so it's so much easier to get along with people because you're happy and no matter what they say or do is not impacting your process because you're happy people come to me in my office with bad news i said that's great wonderful it's gonna be all right don't worry about it it's gonna be all right but we got to i know it's gonna be all right and they go what is wrong with you I'm like nothing nothing i'm great today is a great day and we're gonna work this out 
<laughs> By the end of whenever, it's worked out. Next problem. Let's go. You know, this lady said, I think it was last week, or I think it was last week, she said that, you know, black women are, uh, you know, we, we suffer with all these microaggressions and these macroaggressions. And I'm like, man, that's our unhealed trauma. People triggering our pain. That's our baggage. That's not, and I'm not saying, Dr. Rashara, that, that these people aren't harassing us. That's because that's true, right? I'm not saying that they're not coming for us. That's that's strictly animal kingdom tactics. But but our response to their pettiness is the problem. Us being in pain and feeling helpless because somebody coming for us is the problem. People come for you, you start laughing. You'll be like, oh no, it's gonna be a great day. So talk talk to us about like your perspective of like the microaggressions and, and like what it used to be and what it is today. Oh my gosh, it's so different. <laughs> so different. I I mean, you know, I, as an engineer, I'm an engineer. And so I, I'm in a male predominant environment. And, and yes, it is white male, Caucasian male, predominantly. And so all I'm pretty much, I've always been the only one in the room. And that's okay. That's okay. With that, I've been able to now I'm more more inclined to communicate my thoughts and positions with not without any kind of fear or or lack of thinking. Well, they ain't gonna try to figure out what no, I don't care what they think. This is what I think. This is how this is gonna go. And I do it all with a smile. And it's it's you know, just really to getting to a point to just understanding people. Because everybody shows up with their trauma. Everybody, all these folks show up with every single person shows up in those offices, in those environments with their trauma. Now that I'm more aware of it, I can see their trauma and counteract that. Okay, here we go. We're going to deal with your little boy, your baby boy issues or your your insecurities about what you look like. All right, we're not going to allow that to your your need to be in in control. You'll be in control, care. Whatever it is, I'm able to uh, deal with it and move on and not not at all hinder my joy in the process. Oh, we got to preach every day, not just on Sundays. Here's the thing. Everybody's going through something. Yeah. Right. People look at white men and be like, they're not going through anything. I'd be like, man, some, I was in the Coast Guard. It's predominantly white men. Some of my best friends are white men. They got stuff too. <laughs> so that makes sense. Like they're not, they're not immune to having challenges, right? So when you see, once you get clear and get out of the water, you ain't triggered no more by people, right? And then Rashara, you can see their stuff because you know why. Once you healed your stuff, once you've got your stuff clean, now you can see other people. You can offer them empathy. And it's not necessarily psychological mind game or office politics. It's like you can see clearly what they are lacking. And then you'll be able to fill in that gap and offer them empathy. They'd be like, my God, thank you so much. Right? Like, because that's what they need is, is your childhood trauma fighting their childhood trauma and y'all duking it out to the death. Morris mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Shin says, if you don't have a reaction to a, um, if you don't have a negative reaction to an inharmonious situation, there is no situation. So people come for you there, you just smile. They just be like, <laughs> in addition, the first time they be like, because she used to come for me. You're in the same organization. I've been telling people they don't have to leave, right? They come for you, you smile. They come for you again, you smile. And then they come in your office and close the door. They be like, help me, please, right? Like, <laughs> help me. Um, so what advice do you have for women who are stuck in a cycle of toxicity in their past three jobs? Ooh. Oh, my gosh. Someone yeah. asked me this question just recently. Someone really asked me this question. Um, and my answer to them was the man in the mirror, the woman in the mirror. Take the time to really understand how you're responding, what your triggers are why you're responding that way to what's being communicated. 
it may be that you're just not understanding what's being communicated and you're receiving it in the wrong way. So all the time that we respond to people and it's, it's toxic and they this, they this, if it's a they in it, then you need to turn that mirror around and, and try to figure out why you feeling that way and why you show trigger and why you're responding in such a manner to, to people that have no real control over your life. You just allowing it because of who you want to be, who you think you want to be, who you think you want to be and who you think you are. So taking that time to really reflect on you, on, I mean, and be honest with you, be honest with you because everything you go through and, and process through, in life, every relationship, every disappointment that conjured up when you were two and three years old is still showing up and you don't even, you're probably not even aware of. So toxicity is, is just, to me, is just a big trigger that something's going on with you that you need to, to really evaluate and understand. Hey, Chris Rutherford here. Do you want to learn how to ask for and get a 30% raise without getting another degree? Look, black women are the most educated and the least paid. That should tell you that that math is not mathing. The degree is not the path to the next level. It's actually learning how to articulate the value and take credit for the work that you've already done. So I want to invite you to get my free case study at changenowwithchrissy.com. Just get the information, use it and take the money out of the hands of your employers and put it into your household because you already deserve it. You just have to know how to ask for it. Again, changenowwithchristy.com. I can't wait for you to get this insight, use it, and get the money that you deserve. Take care. Oh, we that's so good. I, I mean, I love it. Now, I want to skip on this money part. You got to raise at least 50K in 90 days, like I said. Yeah. And, then, and then you got more. And then yep. you got other stuff, and then you got this, and you got that. You got the goals that you that you had on the wall, that you had in your heart, that you was carrying around. They all started to hit you in the head. God opened up the blessings, and right now, suddenly, let's talk about suddenly. This is my last question. Okay. If y'all want to get my free case study and learn how to get a 30% raise in the next 90 days, you can get it at levelupchristy.com backslash CS. So, so you know, when, when I talk to people, they want, you know, you want to get a church riled up, talk about suddenly. And, and people are, oh my God, I want it right now. God, open up, open it up and hit me in the head. I'll be like, y'all ain't planting no seed. You don't have no seed in the ground, right? Suddenly comes from a series of, of small habits done over a period of time that have compounded to be able to open up the door, right? So a lot of people were asking Jennifer Branison um, when I had her on a, a panel a couple weeks ago, how does she heal of, you know, fibroids, endometriosis, stuttering, and then high blood pressure in four months. She woke up one day free, but she did a bunch of small things over a period of time to be able to get the result. A lot of, a lot of people will like, you know, do something twice. They don't get a the result. They, they quit. Right. Mm -hmm. So what are three of the small habits that you, um, incorporated in your lifestyle to be able to, to get to the point where you are today. These are three small things. Um, being consistent with my meditation. That was one important thing that I did. And then reflecting on my own spirituality, um, who, who I really wanted to, to be in that. This number two. And then I, I was already an exerciser. I, I, I work out every day. And I had already been one to um, work out my stress <laughs> through going to the gym on a, on a daily basis. But what was not happening was the weight loss. My body was maintaining stuff. I changed a little bit of my eating habits of some things that I was intaking. And now there's, there's changes going along with that. Like, okay, stuff doesn't happen quickly. Yeah. Keep doing it. Keep releasing yourself. Keep freeing your mind to imagine and visualize. I took more time to visualize things that I, that I wanted. One thing that you said to me that got me, I was like, 
blown away with. And, and this, this is a realization I don't think many got. We were on a meeting and there was a question you asked about the word for the year. And I, I was like, okay, that, that's something to think about. And I, when I, when I started listening to, to, to other people, not people on the call, but people around me, you know, you always get these, um, uh, uh, new resolutions, right? Everybody get a new resolutions, go to the gym for 30 days and then they quit. Um, and I realized, okay, a resolution doesn't mean much. But when you asked about the word and what it, how it connected to who you saw in your vision for yourself at the end of the year, what was it? That clicked better for me than a, than a resolution. And it actually makes you or, or puts you in a position where you got to really connect yourself to getting there step by step because you've communicated in your head this vision and you can write it down what your vision is, but that word in that vision of what you want to see at the end of the year is important. Hooey, this is so good. So I hope that y'all got these nuggets. We apologize for being late. Y'all was going to get this information. That was my, when I reposted to Dr. Charlotte, oh no, y'all going to get this insight today. We ain't going nowhere. We're not going anywhere. So uh, so thank you, Dr. Rashard, for showing up. Thanks everybody for showing up. Again, you can get my free case study at levelupchristy.com backslash CS. Um, everybody have a fantastic week and weekend ahead. And we'll talk to you soon. Thank you for joining us. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast and leave us a review if you love this episode. Follow Christy on Instagram and LinkedIn. And don't forget to get her free gift by texting change now, all one word. Again, change now to 66866. Until next time, go out and win bigger.